Tony Dunn, and not to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers Podcast. Hop in the truck, Panther fans. We're heading back from Mint Street. We're leaving Bank of America. And while the Carolina Panthers may have fallen on the scoreboard, tonight was a win. A win for Panther Nation. A win for our hopes and dreams. One touchdown drive immediately erases the concerns that fans have had for two weeks. We're back to making the playoffs. We're back to 11 and what? Six, 11 and six, here we come. Bryce Young, Rookie of the Year, we're back. My name's Tony Dunn. It's the C3 Panthers postgame show. The Carolina Panthers may have fallen 26 to 17, but we've got a lot of good stuff to talk about and some not-so-good stuff to talk about, particularly these tight ends. Ugh, yuck. Boy, a scary moment when Adam Thielen looked to be injured. I said, oh, my Lord. How are we going to take this? So we've got all of that. we got a celebration on the way. We need to know from you guys what you liked, what you didn't like. What are you feeling great like we are? And is Bryce Young on the path to rookie of the year? The number is 252-228-5098. Be a part of the postgame show. Make the C3 Panthers podcast a part of your life. After every single game this season, we'll be doing this. When you're leaving Bank of America, rock with C3 like I rock with Cody Lashney. Yes, sir. Man, listen, I don't even care that we lost this game today. The fact that the Panthers managed to show some signs of life from that first string offense, Bryce Young through his first touchdown, man, I don't know about y'all, but I'm feeling damn good. And Tony Dunn, you know that we do this show. With the best damn Panther fans in all of YouTube, baby. You already know them and love them. It's Panther Pickle, Brandon Malone, Brandon R, C3 Anthony, Sahiria, Brandon Trejo, Double JR, Jay Thomas, Josh, Lance Kubiak, what's up? Mindless Bird, Panther Gal 73, Patty Grimes, Rockhead 81, Roosevelt Mongo, Underground West and Supreme Leader Z. Tony Dunn, ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Panthers football is around the corner. Let's roll. We got to see a lot. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to be sad as cuts are going to be made. We got to figure out who those people are. We'll be here on Tuesday night trying to figure out that 53-man roster. But tonight, we're looking at this postgame show, and we got an insider with us. CK was inside Bank of America. Those seats that Susan Dean got, they're pretty good, ain't they? Oh, they're the best, man. I'm, I'm so thankful that she uh, she lets us uh, from time to time uh, get them from her to go to these uh, preseason games. They're, uh, you know, not as meaningful of, of, of games, but, man, it's, it's nice to be able to go inside for some air conditioning. I have no idea how in the heck it can be 9 o'clock at night and still be 90 degrees outside. It is all humidity, bro. Oh gosh, man, it was so rough. But man, I'm t- here's the thing. Um, 
from where I was sitting, Bryce Young played the part today. And here's the thing. He played the part without most of his weapons, right? You had Thielen and, and Mingo. Yeah. That's it. You didn't have they might Miles actually Sanders. be his weapons, to be honest. They didn't have Miles Sanders. They didn't have Chuba Hubbard. They didn't have TMJ. They didn't have DJ Chark. They didn't have anybody, right? And so, you know, you had those two guys, and they were still able to move the ball efficiently. And, and you know, outside of maybe a couple of errors, I, I think Bryce Young was extremely precise. He was hitting guys in stride. There was only one or two balls that I felt like he was a miscue on with his with the, where he put the ball. If there was an uh, incompletion, it was out of bounds unintentionally or out of the back of the end zone. But um, and he showed us his his, uh, his ability to make uh, these defenders look dumb. Like that's yeah. got to be the highlight reel of of all of this is how he in two different plays in the same drive he made these defensive guys come up here thinking they were about to get a sack and he just made them look absolutely dumb. Like he just stopped on a dime and was able to move up the field and yeah. secure a first down. I mean, it was incredible to see and being there in person, I think, uh, and, and this is something in, in, you know, people might look at this as um, just me creating connections. But my, uh, my daughter, as you guys recall, was born the day that Bryce Young was, uh, was drafted. My son was at the game that he threw his first NFL touchdown. So man, he's part of the family now. Moments I mean, now, man. Yeah, it's it's uh it's awesome, and so that's, that's pretty special, you know f- for me. There's gonna be a there's always gonna be that connection, and, and that's you know again not to be superstitious, but uh, to me he's the guy. You know he's he's yeah. he's he's showed it tonight, and he showed it throughout all preseason. Um, he just didn't get a lot of the help from his supporting cast to be able to lift him up as well. Um, and tonight. They, uh, you know, there was still some pressure, but they lifted him up. And I think that that's something that is, uh, is worthy of some praise. And I know everybody in chat's a little upset that one of the four horsemen aren't here right now to talk about it. So I know. Oh, he, they're coming for him. They're going to be coming for him in the calls. The number is 252-228-5098. I want to remind you guys, when you look good, you feel good. The Panthers look good. And it felt good tonight, right? When you saw Bryce Young doing his thing, it felt good. And I want to remind you guys, when you look good, feel good, remember Caldera Lab. We're sponsored by Caldera Lab. This is a twice-a-day regimen skincare for men, all natural, high-quality products. Guys, you use Caldera Lab products, you're going to get good results. They told me I looked 50 a couple of weeks ago in the chat, CK. I don't look 50 using this Caldera. I look beautiful, man. CalderaLab.com slash C3. That's it. CalderaLab.com slash C3. You get 20% off your first order of this twice-a-day regimen. Men, take care of yourself. Look good. Feel good. The Carolina Panthers offense look good, and I'm feeling good. But I got some hot takes. CK, I'm ready to make the people mad. I'm ready to make them mad. You're going to be the heel tonight. Two hot takes here. I'll start with the easy one. Giovanni Ricci, tight end two. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, like Tommy Tremble, meh. Ian Thomas, over it. Giovanni Ricci, tight end two. At this point tonight, he was wide out number one, if you look at the stats. So that's my first take. And I don't think it's hot. It's my take. Here's my hot take, though. The only difference between Bryce Young tonight 
and Bryce Young last week and the week before was the Panthers scored. To me, he did all the same things. If if anything, he had a couple of missed throws that he didn't have in other games, right? And I don't know. I mean, like, look, he played well. He maybe all right. So other thing he did, he used his legs tonight out of necessity. But really, what the problems for the Carolina Panthers in their first two preseason games had nothing to do with like really Bryce's play. It was the inability to extend drives. Tony, and, I have Frank Wright if you want him. Okay, let me just finish this one point yep. right here. The inability to extend drives. But tonight we got a holding call, I mean, a pass interference call that helped them. So some of the things that hurt us in the past in these other games helped us. Bryce Young then gets in the end zone. Bryce Young was just as good in the first two season game, preseason games. I think he displayed the same things, except for maybe he showed off his legs tonight. It's yeah. a hot take. My hot take is this. is Guys, I know it feels great but we shouldn't have been concerned in the first place. That's my take. Let's go to Frank Reich, Panthers head coach, discussing this. And you know what? It was clear they wanted to establish some offensive presence. They wanted Bryce Young. They wanted to finish the preseason on a better note. First, I thought it might have been yep. ahead. Can we turn it up some? No. The Panthers audio is terrible 100% oh. of the time. I'm going to think it helps. I don't think it's uh... – do or die. I don't think it's life or death. And, you know, we said it all week. We'd like to go out there. Oh, we can barely even hear him, man. Yeah. The first unit. I thought he had two. I thought we. Had... Nah, fuck it. It's not even Dude. worth it. Let's just let's just roll. That's my irritation. They they like you think that they would put some effort into their sound. Um, they they're one of the. It's just it's it's difficult to hear it from my perspective because they're <laughs> as like billion dollar franchise and. uh so that's about our quality. And I've been running this podcast for free for 10 years. I wanted to kind of jump in and echo the same sentiments as CK. This dude is magic from inside the pocket, man. There were clips of him doing this at Alabama in practice. You can see it all up and down his film. Bryce Young has the ability to make grown men look silly yeah. by just stopping on the dime making them miss and making them look absolutely foolish, man. And I really do think that even fans of Bryce Young have kind of underestimated his potential to really be one of those quarterbacks that you can never quite get your hands on, man. And you pair that together with his elite ability to keep his eyes downfield, knowing his progressions, going through them, not panicking about the rush, getting the ball out of his hands, no interceptions throughout the entire preseason. Bro, I think we have a special one in the making, y'all. Well, I agree, but I also I want to address something that Tony had said um, where he felt like it didn't get better, you know, that, that just Bryce has been good this whole time, right? There's um, there You mentioned he was able to get some things done with his legs. I agree with that. But I think what he was able to do today, I mean, how many – like our line didn't necessarily improve drastically. No, they were still no. getting in the back. But Bryce Young was avoiding a lot of hits. Like Bryce, Bryce Young, it seems like his pocket presence has improved just in a matter of the three games that we're talking about now. So I think, I think with, well, I think he just got outside the pocket some CK. But one other thing is is that we were playing their number twos. 
you know, I they, mean, they were basically their... playing our number twos as well. Well, I mean, we were we we trotted out our number one left tackle. We put out Bradley, but we put we put out our starting front. And so, I mean, is that that's another concerning, I guess, part is that you're right, is the Carolina Panthers offensive line did not look notably better. Thankfully, it wasn't. It was better. It wasn't worse. Right. For sure. But a Kim Aquano is still getting abused a little. Right. I mean, is yeah, that he had one play that was especially bad, man? Yeah. I mean, not a lot, but this is I think that I just feel like this is the only difference between tonight and the last two nights is that some things broke our way where we got we ended up scoring. I don't know if you could say broke our way though. Like um like even if you're talking about that pass interference, that was a perfectly timed throw that was on that curl route that would have been a catch. I don't really think that that's but the, but, but, that the, but last week it was Hayden Hurst and then we got the hold though. You know what I'm saying? It was the same moment. It's a big conversion. It's something that's going to leave, but this time the flag was on the other team, not on us. Right. But I mean, the, the, the point being is like, I, I don't really think that many things broke our way, to be honest with you. I think that, uh, you know, Bryce Young was efficient and accurate and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, and I'm, I guess really what I'm trying to do is I'm not trying to bring down his performance tonight. I'm not trying to say diminish it in any way. What I'm saying is that it's kind of like the, the freak out about Bryce Young was unwarranted. In so many ways. And, and, and we see this is looking, but he had a couple of missed throws here. That's fine, though. I mean, that Adam Thielen touchdown, he put it in his face mask, bro. Yeah. He put man. it like it hit him in the face. He put I, it on a spot that I was really like, concerned yeah. when Adam Thielen got hurt, though. Dude, I saw him get up and he was trash talking the entire Lions sideline. Like, and he ran off for it. I'm like, yeah, I know you guys couldn't see it because it was a commercial at that time, but it was hysterical. The dude was just. Uh, and that was two plays like in that same drive that he was doing that. And so that one, he happened to get hurt and he got up and he was doing the same stuff. And then he came back and got that touchdown, which is awesome. Um, the thing that I think is more impressive. I know that touchdown's impressive, but that big completion to Adam Thielen, I think on the first drive was far more impressive to me. Like it was perfect in stride. Like it was in the face of some pressure getting in his face, he was still poised. He got the ball out, and it was just on a dime exactly where it needed to be, like exactly what we talked about seeing during training camp. It was just – Yeah, un- no, you see it. Yeah, He's making the right reads. He's anticipating. There was one incompletion that I think that Adam Thielen should have brought down that, like, went through his hands or something early on. And, again, these things that are uh, – you know, these are the traits that elite quarterbacks display. You know, is that where you are anticipating, where you are doing all these things? Look, every day that I see Bryce Young play, every day I hear him talk, the more and more I love him. And it's just nice to have a guy that I believe can do the job, can be the guy. So I'm excited about that. But on the other hand, there's a lot of issues on this team as well. We faced a lot of injuries, particularly at the wide receiver group. DJ Chark continues to struggle with injuries. Now we might be protecting him at this point but when Adam Thielen went down and his and you're going oh crap could if he gets hurt Giovanni Ricci is wide receiver number two it's Jonathan Mingo right now who has looked very good right he continues to impress especially tonight he had a big time reception uh and, and again he continues to get that yards after the catch man and I think that's something that Panther fans are already wondering about 
you know, we know that Terrace Marshall Jr. has had some injury concerns. We know that DJ Chark has had some injury concerns. And they're already kind of hurt right now. That's why they didn't play today. I'm really starting to think that maybe Jonathan Mango, he might just be the go-to guy for Bryce this year. And, again, it's kind of too early to tell. A lot of people are complaining that our wide receivers didn't get great separation tonight. But it's hard to grade that when you know that your two speedsters are not out there on the roster. Right. So it's hard to judge, really. But overall, I loved what I saw from Thielen. I think Adam Thielen is going to be Bryce Young's ultimate safety blanket this year. Uh, just an indispensable weapon for Bryce to have. And, uh, yeah, Jonathan Mingo continues to impress and get better. Another thing, and uh, Tyler Lamar mentioned it, uh, Chandler Zavala looked really good at right guard. And he continues to press in that, impress in that position. And I feel like um, it, until Austin Corbett comes back from ACL, that's Chandler Zavala's position. Mm-hmm. Bryce Young, Bryce Young finished the night seven for 12, 73 yards. He was sacked one time for seven yards. He had one touchdown, all as well as the Carolina Panthers offense. Number one offense has scored. Andy Dalton struggled out there through a one INT. He was 11 for six for 11. Rusty, baby, but just Andy Dalton. Matt Corral really had a tough night, guys. Yeah. Four for 12, 52 yards. Uh, Matt Corral, right now, I could see this team and the needs that they have potentially with depth, that wide receiver offensive line. They might be rocking with two quarterbacks in this season. Matt you know, Corral and Lutton both getting cut. I don't know, dude. Lutton, um, ha- in the two games he's actually played, has looked better than Matt Corral has. And I don't really know that it's even close. I have like, to agree. I have to agree, man. I'm the biggest Matt Corral fan. But I mean, tonight it was just Matt Corral looked good last week, though. Well, I mean, yeah, well, he, he, had, he, he looked good he had, at first this had, week too. He had some plays last week that looked like it was starting to turn on, but man, tonight there was a bunch of open wide receivers, and he just missed the mark completely. Uh, he could have had a great night if he was diligent. I mean, he has a quick release. The dude has a ton of talent, but I just think that this entire past year for him has just been a little bit much and everything that he's had to go through. And now people are moving on from him. I mean, this is Bryce Young's team, man. Can I, um, can I ask him? Cause I think that this is something that is a bit of the elephant in the room. Um, why is Hayden Hurst not more of a focus on this team? I like don't know feels- if they played him tonight. They did. He was in there for sure. Um, because I was thinking the same thing because I kept on seeing like the ball, like when you, you see on one drive the ball going to right, as opposed to it, like you realize how thin our receiving core really is, yeah. including at tight end. And, and and I know Ian Thomas was getting some reps with the first teams. He had one of the first receptions from Bryce Young early in the in the game. Um, but it just feels weird. I mean, even with the like, he's only been targeted like two or three times this entire preseason. Um, I don't know if you watched them in the camp. Con- I don't know if you got to see camp confidential. I did. Today. I did. I mean, they really He's got made some him dog the in centerpiece of, but that's of the media. That so, but that's, that's the, the, the media, media though. I know, but I'm not worried. I think today was not good in pass protection. The sack that, uh, that hit Bryce 
was basically because of Hayden Hurst losing against a defensive end. Um, but again, that's not where his value is going to be. Being a tough, aggressive, downfield tight end that's going to be able to make a legitimate strides in the passing game, that is where he's going to be a legitimate asset to us this year. Yeah, and I also hope. don't – I'm not really cons- – I feel like it's with this game specifically. Look, is Hayden Hurst would have had a big – catch in that last game that would have gone for a third down conversion yeah. that would have probably set us up for scoring and then would have ended the whole concern about Bryce Young. I'm telling you, we we're close. We were one, but that holding on Savala brought it back last week. So I, oh. I think this is that I think the Panthers in so many ways know that they are um, that Hayden Hurst is the only guy that they have that they truly believe in at tight end. I think too, and maybe this will, maybe we can try to decipher it from this CK, and maybe this actually even lends to your point, some too, is that the Carolina Panthers, while they have just said they don't want to show a lot, they don't want to, you know, we've heard this stupid, generic, vanilla offense. The Carolina Panthers came out with that first squad after, particularly after they didn't score on that first drive. Right. It was clear that the Carolina Panthers offense and the coaching staff was interested in getting a win for those that offensive unit. They threw the they didn't run the ball hardly at all. Uh they were in passing sets straight out the gate. They threw the ball like on the I felt like the first like 8 out of 10 plays it felt like. Right. They were committed and I wonder well how they I were think- trying to spread it out. I don't know if that was, you know, if Hayden Hurst, the type of routes he runs are going to be quick off the line enough to help. I'm just not sure, but you're right. He wasn't part. He hasn't really showed out, but he hasn't really showed out anywhere though. CK he's only that's had true. one good year and that's of 600 that was, yards. And I, I don't even know if you would put that in the cat. That was in that. Okay. year, really? You know, I, I think he, I think Hayden Hurst is living off of name recognition for a lot of Panthers fans. Like, and we're hoping that he has a similar trajectory as Greg Olson did because Greg Olson was in a similar camp as Hayden Hurst at this point in his career. Um, and there's there's a hope that this connection can start to be established because I feel like when you look at the top teams, the teams that actually make it uh, to to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl, it's a tight end. Um, you know, tight end is such a necessary part of it, uh, not just a cat pass catching, but one that is just an all-around good tight end. And my hope is that Hayden Hurst can develop into that because um, I've, I said it uh, that I'm a big fan of Tommy Trimble. Um, I just don't know that he's it. Like I, I hate to say it, but he might not be secured a, a roster spot come, you know, this end of this week, you know, um, I just, it's, he's, he's, he catches the ball and, you know, makes you excited about him. And then he just turns around and drops the perfectly placed ball and, mm-hmm. you know, I just don't necessarily know if they're going to be willing to give up on him after this set of preseason games, you know. I mean, I, I think, uh, again, something that we have to consider, the fact that we're not necessarily showing all of our cards, it makes me think that they have some plans for some of these guys. I don't know. Maybe Trimble gets cut. I kind of think it um, a little bit unlikely. I, I'll be honest. I don't know why Ian Thomas is still on this fucking roster, dude. Every yep. time they throw Ian Thomas the ball, he's just dropping it, looking like absolute butt. Um, I but would hey, be- tell you real quick, uh, Roosevelt Mongo 
with the $5 love bomb. It says, NFL still loves disrespecting Panthers. Shame on CBS for having Matt Ryan to cover the Panthers. Plus, showing the Super Bowl 50 loss. Terrible coverage. Agreed, Roosevelt. I thought Matt Ryan was friendly to the Carolina Panthers from what I heard, though, yeah. about and talking about Bryce Young. And um, I've gotten just used to, at this point, Atlanta Falcons and former Atlanta Falcons, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Saints players being on the commentary. We got to deal with stupid-ass yeah, Rondé Barber Bar- all the yeah, time. Tonight was Tiki Barber, but still, he's yeah. just still his brothers represented. You know, so um, I thought he was complimentary of Bryce Young in a lot of ways. Um, now, as we continue, I, uh, my point on those tight ends, again, I told uh, earlier, I said my hot take, which I don't even think it's a hot take. It's just a take. Giovanni Ricci is tight end, too, on this team. Uh, you know, I think this is that I would almost be more surprised if Tommy Trimble got released than if I was Ian Thomas being released. Really? You have to look at the finance. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying is, like, I think that the guy on the chopping block is Ian Thomas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but you probably have to look at the financials. They always love people like he's a veteran. They say he's a good blocker yeah. and all this stuff. But Richie, man, Richie really, man, he really made a case tonight for – you know who's nervous is the other tight ends in the room, not yeah. Giovanni Ricci, who was nervous before tonight, right? Yeah. So uh, now let's just real quick, I want to remind you guys, we want to take your calls. The number is 252-228-5098. We're going to get your take on Bryce Young's first touchdown, the outlook, how this game has changed your outlook going forward, and how how much has it changed your um, – or whatever you want to talk about. This is your post-game show. This is y'all's show uh, – I do want to momentarily talk about the defense. Teddy Bridgewater had a 70-yard touchdown tonight. Dude, he's still making You're on me mute, CK. Hold on. There we go. Against third stringers. Like, I'm not even worried about it. I know, but uh, I'm, I'm, that's not a – It still makes me irrational. How about this? Let me phrase it this way. Instead of me trying to color my opinion on it, what? how do you guys feel about the Carolina Panthers' defense after tonight's performance? And that's irrelevant. I mean, we had barely any starters other than okay. JC yeah. Horn and Xavier Woods and, uh, and, uh, Von Bell outside of that, like that. And that was only for one or two drives. If that, um, we no had none of our, Brown. no, it was a Brian week. That, Burns, that, no, that, that Justin on, uh, on CJ Henderson was bullshit. No, he, he definitely, no, he well, grabbed no, his hand. You thought his hand was on his hip or something? It, yeah, it was 100%. No, was. It, I don't know. Uh, I, I thought it was yeah, bad. I didn't see it. See he, it. Grabbed, he grabbed the hip and he put, rotated it, and that's going to be, you know, textbook pass interference. I'm I not, don't know. It didn't look like that to me that much. On, it didn't look that clear on the broadcast. It was a little bit ticky tack, man. Yeah. I felt like it was, it, it could have been a no call. But again, man, I, I don't expect those calls to go that way for the Panthers. Yeah, the defense is hard to tell. But again, you know, uh, we we, uh, we talked a little bit about Camp Confidential, and the Panthers really marketed this episode as the other side of the story as to what Hard Knocks presented. I don't know how many people are following Hard Knocks, but Hard Knocks made it look like the Panthers didn't belong on the same field, on the same practice field as the Jets. And then that preseason game might further that narrative. But, dude, Brian Burns, 
was unblockable that entire time that we did joint practices with the Jets. Um, I, I really feel like this move to a 3-4 is going to benefit Brian Burns in ways that we couldn't have even imagined, man. I think we're going to see a breakout year from Brian. Um, and I think him up, playing guys? better him playing better and faster and the addition of up, the sky's the limit right now, man. All right, the number is 252-228-5098. Cody, why don't we go ahead and jump into these cat calls? We want you guys to remember this is the show to be at after every Panthers game this season, the C3 Panthers postgame show, one of our most popular shows. We're here on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. every Tuesday. It's 10th year 10 over with. Year 10 is done in about... 60 days we're going into 11 years as a podcast the longest running panthers podcast haven't missed a week and we continue to expand our coverage of the carolina panthers this is your home as a panther fan hop in the truck we're on the way home it might not have been a win but it was a win for us yeah so what are your thoughts on cat calling yeah it's pretty you shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel? Uh, very uncomfortable. So how do you think catcalling makes the person feel? It feels good. Like Stupid ass. Man, <laughs> oh crap! I had it all right. Why is it? It's some bull crap, you man. Mean? You were just playing it while I was talking. What's up, guys? You could hear it here. the whole time. Yeah. Every time I was trying to test it. Yeah. Why I don't know about every time. We had why did you, on why the did you think that we couldn't hear it? Oh. Yeah, we heard the whole thing. I want to give my two cents on the, Jay Anderson. what was seen in the preseason so far. What's up, Jay? A uh, question last week was asked, what was wrong with the offense? What's wrong with the team? I, what I'm seeing is is, is just a, a hodgepodge of players. And, and it just looks like there's no chemistry with the team. As, well, for right now, it's just like there's no chemistry. There's no energy, it looks like. And I think the offense is is missing a dog. Like that dog, that player that, that demands attention from the opposing defense, that brings attention, that sets other players free uh, to make plays. It's just, it's just it's, something's missing. And I think one of those things is chemistry. And another thing is Icky. Icky's struggling bad. I think they need to just make that uh, switch to O line, move him to guard. Do it now. Um, make these roster cuts as soon as possible so we can start getting some chemistry built up with the starters. Tough question. Icky has not had a good preseason. Panthers invested a lot of a lot in him last year. Former regime, though, but a top six. He was the six overall pick. Left tackle. Um, I, I wonder how the how. Frank Reich or James Campen would respond to someone asking that in an honest, authentic manner is I would love to do it is and, and not in a way that attacks Icky, but like just no. continues to say is that if you continue to see struggles, 
is what is the uh, what's the thought behind like how do you you just deal with it and just say it's part of his development do you potentially find another avenue it's also important to remember that with the colts they had quentin nelson as their left guard who they spent the number five overall pick on so he knows the value of having a dominant run blocking left guard so it almost kind of seems like if anyone would be willing or able to do it, it might be Frank Reich. But I do think that one of our beat reporters needs to ask this question. And Tony, man, I feel like every single preseason game that has gone by, more and more people have joined me on my hill that there needs to be a position swap between Brady Christensen and, and Kim Aquanu. And everybody my- thought that was blasphemous. But at, the more and more time goes on, it doesn't look like a bad idea. Well, I, I don't know if you can say the more and more time goes on. The, the more and more of these preseasons, you know, if he continues to perform like that, sure. But, like, when you look last year at his performance as a rookie, a lot of people want to point to his first few games, and then he kind of settled in, and he was able to, you know, actually be one of the top, you know, left tackles, even though the, the league probably wouldn't agree with that. But just based on his statistics alone, the dude was just – protecting his butt off um so i i like i i struggle with the idea that we're going to be moving him away from that because uh you know let's be i mean he was an effective left tackle and i really believe and if you look at any analysis of him the 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 overarching theme is that they believe that he's just trying new techniques he's in a he's in a part of his career where um he's he's been able to show what he can do and now he's just got to expand his his uh his arsenal when he's out there blocking and, and so much of this could be just a matter of him tweaking things and, and whatnot. And so once he gets everything put together, I'm, I'm confident that he'll be able to turn it around right now. It's just easy to panic. I, I, I've been uh, one that's been on the panic train for a minute with this offensive line uh, since uh, week one of the preseason, but um, I'm not, I'm not prepared to put icky on that, uh, on that list of people that we need to do that type of change for. Yeah. Um, hey, real quick, Tony, uh, to Jay Thomas, uh, you can absolutely join and become a member. If you're on your iPhone, you might need to go into your into like a normal web browser and erase the M dot at the front of the URL. So that way it just brings up YouTube normally without the app. And then uh, you should see the join button if it's not showing up and you're on an iPhone. Generally, that is an iPhone issue. I want to thank all the C3 super fans, particularly Sean Butler, a C3 super fan for a year. He said, yo, I'm going to the Saints game, bro. Who's with yeah, me? I'll be there, with you. Cody Lashney's with you. Yeah, I'll be there, man. Dude, I'm so pumped. I've never been to a night game before. Uh, it'll be Bryce Young's first home game. You won't get Bank turned into a lobster. Stadium. I know, dude. I'm pumped about it, man. Uh, it, it'll be fun, and it's early. You know, it's in September. The weather should still be nice. I'm I'm pumped, man. My thoughts on the Aquano issue is um, I think there's some valid points to both of what you are both saying. I think one thing is that Aquano uh, got better. He started out with Miles Garrett in Week One, which was a tough welcome to the NFL. He continued to improve week after week. There are some legitimate questions, though, of did his improvement just was it just a a purely natural improvement or did it coincide with the Panthers 
changing their offense to a more, you know, too tight end pass, you know, run heavy power game type of offense that benefits his skill set. So I think this is I'm not ready a to uh, panic on Aquano. He has he's going to need to play better or at least when he when he's not playing great at not to look so bad. You know, it's just like yeah. it just kind of like, you know, the other thing is, Cody, to your point, while I think that in a thought experiment, that is a is a decent it could be a good idea. I also think, you know, what is even if you moved guard Icky to guard, you might improve your guard situation and Icky might thrive as a guard and become an all pro guard. Yeah. But I don't know if you necessarily get better at left tackle at the same time. And while I know that you believe that Christian Brady Christensen has the skill set, he has not had the experience at the NFL level. So it would be truly learning on the job. And I don't know if that necessarily would behoove him, you know, or even be fair evaluation to him to be on the fly. Say, here you go. We just made Icky better and we made you worse. Yeah, it, it depends. I mean, again, uh, Brady Christensen never really got a legit chance to show what he had at the left tackle position. Uh, I, I maintain that he never did anything last year to lose that position. There was never a real competition. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. I would like to give him a chance. And, again, I'm also not freaking out. I want to see Icky during the season. Yeah. You know, at, at, at left tackle. But I'm just saying the answer is on the roster should Icky continue to struggle because we're not going to pretend like Icky didn't have a problem at the top of his rush for the past three preseason games in a row. Like, this has been consistent now. CK, we got a new member. Panther Gal 73 has decided to become a C3 super fan. Um, I, I would do it, but I have people sleeping in the room here. But I want to welcome Panther Gal seventy three to be in a new C three super fan. Uh, yeah, I hope we hope to see you Tuesday night. We'll give you a proper CK yeah. welcome to the C three super fan club. Just for a dollar ninety nine, you can support the show. But you can support the show by smashing the thumbs up button, subscribing, checking it out on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcast. Leave a review. Do a great thing is be a friend, tell a friend. That's the Pat McAfee saying is, look, is there is it's wild how we've been doing this for 10 years. It's just a reality of it. And there are a ton of people that would love would be great members of our community. They just don't know about it. So help people just introduce them to the C3 family. Look, there's 161 people watching after a preseason game at midnight. Call it at 252 228-5098 because I think a lot of people want to talk to Gregory. Hey, hey, hey. You know who the fuck it is. Booyaka, booyaka, booyaka. Gregory. Come out to play. Gregory. Come out to play. Come here, Gregory. Come here, girl. 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 Sit right there, girl. 
Gee, baby, they're going to get their licks. Let's go to Anthony and Charlotte. I think he wants to say something about the same thing. What is up, C3? Anthony from Charlotte. I uh, just spent the last four hours on the panel, but, man, it was fun. I uh, just hope you all boys are having a good two, uh, not Tuesday, <laughs> um, Friday. Um, I know we went 0-3 in the preseason. Man, saw a lot of good stuff. Gregory. On my G baby tonight. Let's fucking go. Bryce Young looks like Bryce Young, and there you go, baby. That's what you wanted to see. I told you he was the truth. It's going to carry over into the regular season. We're set at quarterback. That's all I got to say about him. Let's fucking go. I'm right about this. I trust my gut. I know Bryce Young will be the truth, and I'm ready to prove the people wrong. On to everything else. Um, Rest of the game was, you know, kind of a back and forth. A lot of defensive stops, um, a lot of short passing game, running back. Spencer Brown, I thought, played really good. So I think these guys should be able to overtake Trevor Hubbard as the running back, too. They just look better than, than he does, simply. Um, wide receivers, um, besides for the first team unit, I mean, dude, these guys were drums. Like Matt Corral, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. He had some good ball placement on a lot of passes that he threw, which probably should have been caught. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, nothing much else to take away. Defense still has a little bit trouble getting pressure in the second and third units. But, I mean, man, I don't know what else you can ask for. Um, you know, I mean, I told you all we don't have the best depth, and we're going to have to build on that for sure. But I'm feeling good about where the team is right now. Been lowering my expectations a little bit, but glad what I saw to see today. The offensive line played a little better, um, gave Bryce time to throw, and as I said, when Bryce has time to throw, you can make the right decision pretty much nine out of ten times, which is good. Even though he he doesn't he doesn't put the ball in harm's way. That's the biggest thing. Completion percentage is such an overrated stat because like four of his passes were just thrown at the line of scrimmage or thrown out of bounds because he didn't want to turn the ball away. And that's what I like to see. You know, I, I don't want him turning over the ball and giving the def uh, giving the defense a turnover and the offense, you know, an extra possession. Like, so I'm glad with what he's doing. Overall, it was an okay preseason. We saw some good, good uh, definitely stuff to work on. Um, I know the offense was vanilla. But going into the season, I really think we have a great shot to be in Atlanta week one. So, yeah, give me your thoughts on that. Anthony from Charlotte, keep motherfucking pounding. Gregory, you already know what's up, baby. Let's. Uh, he, uh, like this comment from, well, James, James said this. He said uh, he called him Gregory. Uh, Cody, when you pointed this out to me a couple, yeah. maybe two weeks ago, that you yeah. said this to me, like just off on the show, you said G Baby calls him Gregory. Like, first, I can't unhear it. <laughs> I think I call him Gregory too. <laughs> can, can I? Can I? Like, I have to. I, I I have to be a bit. Like, I have to be the. I'm not the wet blanket because I'm all about Bryce Young, but I just gotta give you guys all a forewarning. Like, this is just. This isn't going to change Greg's mind, right? This first. This only game, right? This isn't going to make Greg come around to our side of things. I'm just cautioning all of you. As much as we all believe in Bryce Young, don't go this hard in the paint because when this if 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 it doesn't work out with Bryce Young, Greg 
is going to have insufferable, and he is going to be insufferable. Yeah. So, so you guys is that? I think it's this. I think the harder you go in the paint, the more opportunity is for just look. He's a former military man, right? Right. To just dig dig a trench. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So he did send Anthony a text message to the effect of is Bryce is having a good game tonight. This is what I wanted to see. Yeah. So, I mean, but I still, that's my argument is I think the real difference between tonight and the other two nights was not necessarily Bryce's significantly improved play, but just things actually developed into a successful drive. And I don't think that's only because of him. And I don't think it's only wasn't because of him and those two previous games, I guess is more my point. I think we continue to see, and this, and this is for someone that had really very little investment in the Bryce Young selection, right? Uh, I've, I, I'm not a draft person. I've been doing this podcast too long to like, I just don't like to get my emotions so invested in it. I also hate the idea that people invest so much time into something where 98% of it is wrong. <laughs> and all of these people that they tell me are going to be awesome. 55% or 70% don't do anything and all of this. So I just kind of like wait and see who we draft and try, you know, but I do have to have opinions on the show and I watched the, you know, I was leaning t- towards CJ Stroud. I like the idea of Anthony Richardson at the very end because he reminds me of Cam. He still looks exactly like Cam. His game tonight just benefited from exact. That's the exact game plan we ran with Cam a lot of times. But look, his Bryce Young people told me why I shouldn't have been con- like his look is the stature was the, the the only concern with Bryce Young, right? It's just that he's small. Um, but people told me that he had these elite traits that were his way, his ability to process the game. This kind of the game is slow to him and fast to everybody else. Yeah. Um, good decision making. These are sort of intangibles, but the intangibles are more even just intellectual intangibles. And you know what? That's how he was built and advertised. And I think that's what I've seen. And that's what yeah. excites me. And so, like, I'm all in on Bryce. I'm like, he, I'm in love with him every day. I fall deeper and deeper in love. <laughs> but um, I, and, and this is like, I'm not even overly hyped after tonight because I wasn't down before. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you made the point, like, you were sold this bill. And I've said this too of this elite processing quarterback that's, electric from inside the pocket he goes through his progressions he doesn't panic and he already has that veteran mindset about him and that is why you moved up to number one to draft this guy now granted bryce wasn't perfect tonight there were a couple overthrows where bryce just didn't put enough drive on the ball and it kind of sailed it's not that i don't think he can complete those passes he just made some mistakes but man on third down when you had to have it not only did you show the arm talent and the ability to move the ball i mean he threw that touchdown pass to adam Thielen, 
before Adam even got out of his brain. Yeah, it hit him in the face. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, it, it literally a, hit him in the face. I don't know if you guys remember the replacements, cast. the guy that couldn't catch and he had to just throw it so hard it got stuck in his face mask. Yeah. And Adam Thielen can catch, bro. That's He's got great hands. On top of that is Adam Thielen had a drop tonight that went right through his hands. I felt like he should have had Bryce had it on the money. That would have been another completion. And you heard Aiden Hurst talk about this in Camp Confidential. It's like, bro, this guy's special is that, like, you turn around and the ball is just there before you even mm-hmm. can look. Bryce is doing some great things. Now, some people, he, you know, his ability to extend the play tonight was was critical, right? By using yeah. his legs, he caught we caught a couple of first downs or at least had some plays that could have potentially been for a loss, particularly that one where he kind of, like, stopped, like, jump-stopped. Yeah. And then changed it on a dime, now, made a defender miss, and then was able to make a play. And that's and actually a benefit, up. Cody, of being yeah. small. Yeah, you know what I'm saying is that like it's hard, it's easier for a little guy to do those types of things than it is a six foot five guy, right? To and do it, those things. It's also so, the same thing with a player like Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, for whatever you say about him as a player the dude is almost impossible to get your hands on him. And I I do think that's something that we need to talk more about, Tony. He used his legs tonight. And I really do think that Bryce Young, you know, a lot of people are underestimating how much of a threat he's going to be with his legs just because he's a smaller player and they don't want him taking the shots. They don't want him running the football. But you have to be able to account for him on those third and shorts uh, he's going to be able to scramble and make plays like an Aaron Rodgers or a Joe Burrow. So that adds another level of versatility to his attack. For all Dude. the good things he did tonight with his legs, his escapability, all of that, he's a terrible slider. I, I didn't really even – I thought – did he only slide once? Yeah. Once he didn't slide, I don't think. And then the other time he slid – and it was just really like he just sat down. Yeah, he was fighting, he, he was fighting for some extra yards. He fell, slid. And I tell you this, boy, man, this is why you know you think being small would help you. We always man, Cam was a terrible slider. Cam didn't learn how to slide until 2017, dude. Yeah, but he could just put his body weight on top. I know, of but he would try to like tumble and think like he would go head first down, like giving himself up before they get like had rules even about that. Yeah. And then people would be like, you know, you can't do that. And they would just plow him. Yeah. You know, the funny thing about Cam is he, once he figured out how to slide, it was theatrical for him at that point. Dude, yeah. You, you know, know what, Anthony? So uh, we were in the, we were in the Friday free for all. And Anthony, I said, Cam sucked at sliding. He's like, what are you talking about? Cam would slide and point his fingers and do all this. I was like, yeah, at the very end, dude. Yeah, it took him a while to get to that point, no doubt. Um, But, yeah, he's going to have to learn to slide to protect himself. But I also like the fact that you see that he's willing to use his legs to pick up a first down, man. And that's going right. to be a, an important part of his game going forward. Well, you have to have, you know, what is this is like, I think sometimes, look, there are players that are like a Lamar that are like an Anthony Richardson that are like a cam where they're so athletic and big and they're so fast or whatever that that becomes such an asset to, to your, your, your game plan. 
Right. But I think the end of the day is like you could have those guys, but you really just can't have a guy that can't move at all. Like a Mac Jones, a Matt Ryan, a, you know, is like. And so what I think is this is I don't need Bryce Young to be a, a run. Really, I need him to have escapability and to have win those moments that you just that it's not a vulnerability, your immobility. So is that I think he just, and I would hope, I didn't have any concern about that. I don't have any concern. In fact, you know what, is I'm okay with him getting out in the open field. Cam never got hurt in the open field. He got hurt right. in the pocket. Yeah, right. that's normally where it happens. So All I, right, I, I don't mind it too much. Let's take another call. Let's see who this is. Okay. I loved Bryce. I got the ri- I saw rhythm. I saw some accuracy. I saw some decent blocking. I-, I-, I saw some good catching. There's things need to be improved, but overall, I think we're heading in the right direction. Now, as for tight end Ian Thomas, shut the hell up and get off my team. As for Tommy Trimble, shut the hell up and get off of my team. Michael Jordan and Coleman, your ass don't even get the undress in the fucking locker room. Get your ass in a fucking parking lot and undress. You miserably sack of shit. Shut the hell up and get the fuck. You you guys make me fucking sick. Oh, God. Pickles on a rant. Now. Pickles uh, upset. I also, because of what Sheena Quick said on Twitter, I believe we're going to see some trades and some major waiver claims. I think half of this roster is going to be turned over, especially the backup parts. Hmm. Have a good one. I mean, Have a good one. Yeah. I I think we all kind of agree with this, right? The tight ends. Um I don't really know that any uh, anybody not named uh Hayden Hurst and Ricci, oddly enough, uh don't have a guaranteed spot on this roster right now. Um Ian Thomas probably does, to be honest. Um but Tommy Trimble Sullivan, he's been AFK. Like, what's what's been going on with him? He looked like he was doing pretty good early in camp. I don't know. Uh, I think he might have been a little hurt. I th- I disagree with you about the Thomas Tremble thing. I I flip him. I switch. Like, I think Tremble just because of his age and where he's at, would has more value to just hold on and develop. I yeah, feel well, like I, this is Ian Thomas. It's just. I don't know. Ian Thomas Thomas is just not good enough. No, he's not good enough as a pass catching tight end. But again, the question is, do they value him for what he offers in the pass protection or run blocking uh, scheme? And that's, you can't deny the fact that they don't value Tommy Trimble enough to keep him running with the ones like Ian Thomas ran with the ones all, you know, pretty much all preseason. Do you know who Ian Thomas is? He's another man hurt. Remember man hurts. Man hurts wasn't a bad time. Like he was a good, you know, blocking tight end. Right, but I'm that's gonna say point. man. That's like another. He was a, like he a was a, he was a man blocking hurt. tight end. Yeah, no, more than right. he ever was a pass. One dimensional. I mean, yeah. that's a great that's a great analogy of the player. I just feel like man hurts. They just never even gave. I feel like Ian Thomas has had an opportunity to not be. Just a blocking right, tight end. Right. <laughs> he just they, happens yeah, to only be one. There's other guys that they just predetermine that are not uh, pass catching tight ends. Yeah. Here, we're gonna hold. We're gonna read off our new member, but first, we gotta give an out 
to her man. CK, uh, what a wonderful family moment, right? You took your son yep. to this preseason game. And like you said, Bryce Young drafted on the day uh, that your daughter was born. And now you were able to take your son to his the game where he for, f- scored his first or threw his first touchdown in a Carolina Panthers jersey. I hope that was fun and special to your son. I know he is the reason we truly perform well. I I love the idea of him just willing the Panthers to greatness. CK, right. I hope you guys had a blast. Oh man, we had a, a great time. He he absolutely enjoyed being able to just yell at the top of his lungs and not have somebody tell him to stop. Well, um, you, if we're on offense now, you got to tell him to stop. I tried. Uh, the I'd dude like, would not. Bro, bro, <laughs> if we jump. The, the dude was just cheering Johnny Hecker the entire time. Like, he was having himself a blast. We start walking out. By the way, oddly enough, as we're leaving, we leave um, after the touchdown drive that Matt Corral led the team on. So when you guys told me he didn't do well, I was a bit surprised by that because I'm guessing he didn't have a great game after the touchdown drive. Um but uh, we started to leave, and uh, on the way out, we were walking right beside David Tepper and Nicole Tepper. <laughs> so uh, you were always oh, finding David. Really? Tepper. I know. It is Did so you weird. say anything? No, they were in front. They were like uh, they were about fifteen feet in front of me, and I was just like, "Hey, it's David Tepper." I was. I got the autograph. I wasn't trying to. They looked like they were about. You got their autograph? Well, uh, during training camp. Oh, during training, you got David Tepper's. Yeah. yeah, I got David Tepper and Nicole Tepper. I didn't even realize uh, that. By the way, from the press conference, uh, uh, Frank Rank says he doesn't know if Chark, Marshall, or Chenault will be available and declined to say if Chandler Zavala will be the starting right guard going forward. All right. CK, look, this is your out, man. Uh, Tuesday night, we'll be back to chop all this up, right? Yep, yep. We'll be back. And uh, uh, by the way, it was also my son's uh, my son's birthday's in two days, so it was another special thing for him. So happy birthday um, to him, man! Yeah, he'll be turning seven. Well, technically tomorrow now that it's past midnight. So, um, but I'm going to be getting to work on some things uh, in new intro for the show and whatnot. So, you guys, be looking forward to that. Um, who knows? I might be working overtime to have something ready for Tuesday. So, um, well, well, let's keep. Let's, we got a lot of things cooking, a lot of irons in the fire. All right, CK, we're gonna we'll keep locking this down. Thanks for coming and joining us, man. That was really appreciate Absolutely, fellas. Y'all have a good one. All right. All right. Yeah, Tonight man. we got a new member, and I want to read out some things. Jay Thomas, welcome to the C three Super Fan. Yes, sir. Man, as a C three Super Fan, what you do is this: is you just get the display that you're a member of the family. Look, is everybody is a member of family. You don't have to be a member to do that. We appreciate everybody, but this is a small way where you can support the show and and really display the culture and the community that we have been trying to build by just donating a dollar ninety nine a month. You know, we don't get all of that dollar ninety nine. You get probably 60 percent of it, if even that. But what it does is this as people, when they go to our podcast, when they check us out on Tuesday night, and they see all of these people like Tyler Jones, who was a member for 11 months, Jay Thomas, a new member. That signals that the commitment that all of us have you know, made to this team, to this podcast, this community. So we really appreciate that support. And while it is a small monetary donation, we know it's a big contribution for you. And we want to make it so that, look, if you can give and support the show, it's great. But what you do give that we appreciate more than anything is your time, energy, and your input. This show would not be good 
it would not be as good as it is. And I don't even know if it's good, but it would not be anywhere where it's at without the people that are in the chat right now. We, we interact with them uh, throughout uh, all of social media. And honestly, what the great part about this Cody is the actual members of the podcast were listeners of the podcast to yeah. start you CK great everybody you know what I'm saying is that yeah. that's how this podcast has actually lasted for 10 years because it can't just be us it wouldn't be great man and dude now look at the free-for-all man pickles the celebrity G baby's a celebrity now Anthony man JJ was like we got the whole crew man the C3 army is real we appreciate y'all you know we were saying last year and the year before that we were your therapy sessions and we might still be that uh, this year, but we're also going to be your victory sessions. Let's go. We're on this wave. We're riding it up and up. And we want you, C3 Panther Nation, to come with us, baby. That's all. Come with I us. Was, I was fortunate enough to do this podcast in 2015. And I didn't even know. When you were in that moment, you didn't even know how special it was. You knew yeah. it was special, but it was just like, you're yeah, on this ride. Really, you're like, yeah. holy. Whoa. But man, now that we have the perspective of happiness and pain and suffering and maybe back to happiness, boy, I'll, I'm going to recognize it when it happens. I'll be like, we end this ride. And we end this ride with you guys. The number is 252-228-5098. Let's go to the next call. Yo, 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 Panther Nation C3. What's up? It's Jake, JJ right here. Um, uh, 0-3 on the preseason. Um, a lot of things to be taken away from the third game. Uh, a lot of expectations, I feel, being set on ourselves going into Atlanta, considering the play calling was nothing special again. But, you know, it absolutely looks better today. Bryce played amazing again. You know, we, we obviously know Bryce is. Bryce is Bryce. And I will tell y'all this, though, you know, and it's probably going to shock a few people considering I always shit on the wide receivers, but I, I do feel coming out of preseason, I'm a little higher on Adam Thielen, you know. Um, well, even, not even just this game, but even in the other games, I just felt like he played more of a safety blanket role, which I obviously felt like he would. Um, be a third down wide receiver red zone target but um, it was just like sometimes when he caught the ball he was aware able to reach for a first down reach for the touchdown like he did today and then I, I, I don't know he just still felt like he had some juice in the tank so you know maybe he's still a wide receiver too I feel a little higher on Adam Thielen uh, even though like you know for the most part I don't really like these receivers and I've made that well known, but maybe Thielen can still be a wide receiver too. Um, maybe, of course, he can be. I've seen some great things out of my dog Mingo. You know, that's the goat right there. Um, Bryce is the goat. Um, you overuse goat, JJ. And yeah, um, the O line still in question. Can't wait till we get Corbett back. Uh, the defense is still in question. Uh, Spencer Brown. Uh, should be running back two or three, my fault, uh, behind uh, Raheem Blackshear. 
because Cuba should just get cut. Cuba, Cuba sucks. Um, I'm with you on that. Outside of that, um, not a goat. Yeah, just Adam Thielen being able to be a security blanket. You know, we saw plenty of times today, like people just were not able to catch the fucking ball. Apparently, like it was just too hard for them. But Adam Thielen, Hayden Hurst are probably going to be our two best receiving options for sure. I thought Mingo uh, was a goat. No, nah, I like this. Uh, Thanks, JJ. JJ's is such a, uh, been such a cool part of our community, man. I love uh, hanging yeah. out with <laughs> JJ's hanging awesome. out and talking with him. I love this. Is I love that there's so many cats and they're so young, younger than me, and they think I'm so old. JJ's yeah, J- part of that. JJ's like 19 or 20 years old. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Um, look at this. Jay Thomas coming again. Wow, man. Thank you so much, Jay Thomas. He said, start listening, listening to the C3 Panthers podcast at the beginning of last season. Been hooked ever since. You guys keep up the good work. Tyler and Jones. Another one, man. This one's awesome because Tyler, you know Tyler's a, a listener of yeah. the podcast because I've been making that joke about the copays for a minute on this podcast. He said, and he said earlier, he said a couple of comments back. Let me read the other comment before that. Is he said, um, I still owe you, owe you guys copays from the rule era, right? We called these, we've been calling them therapy sessions in those when we're walking the desert. And that desert was even before Matt Rule at times. But, man, we would say, hop on the couch. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. It's therapy time. And, man, it would be nice if Blue, you know North Carolina should force Blue Cross Blue Shield to approve those payments. But Tyler, he put his money where his mouth is. He said, here is a copay for my therapy session from the Rule days. Looking forward <laughs> to the season with you guys. Keep pounding. Hopefully, we're on the couch eating popcorn drinking beer and celebrating this year instead of being on the couch and having a therapy session. Either way, we'll be here on Tuesday nights and after every game this season. Remember, we want to make this post-game show bigger than ever this season. This is the year of 20C3. 20C3, baby. The foundation on this podcast has been laid. The community, the infrastructure is built. Now it's time to blossom. And you guys are making it happen here. Let's go. Oh, uh, when it comes to JJ, JJ's call. I want to try to find some truth in that. First, I think it's kind of maybe Adam Thielen can be a number two. Of course he can be, man. He's had, he had six touchdowns last year at 716 yards. He had 10 touchdowns, 726 yards the year before. He had 925 years yards in 2020 and 14 touchdowns. At the very, very minimum, he'll be the best possession receiver we've had in um, a long time. The best red zone and most consistent red zone threat we would ha- we've had in a very long time. And on top of that is that the Panthers and Bryce Young and Adam Thielen have made it clear he's going to be a part of this team. I was concerned when he got hurt tonight. He was yapping and yapping and yapping. But I think what J.J., is bringing up is an important part is that if you look at this Panthers wide receiver core beyond Jonathan Mango, beyond Adam Thielen, there are some real questions. I was so high. I'm the, there probably isn't a guy that was more excited about DJ shark than myself. I tried to put the injury concerns out, but if Frank Wright is saying that in the press conference, Cody, that look, we can't even, I'm not going to comment about that. 
Yeah, well, how, said this, the TMJ injury is mysterious. What the hell? What kind of injury is it? Well, supposedly it was a back injury. Yeah, but like, I mean, like, what does that yeah, mean? Like a pulled muscle, a vertebrae. What I the mean, fuck? like, yeah, is it? Yeah, and yeah. now it's just like, oh, and now there's no timeline for return. He's yeah. not. That it's one weird. is actually to me like so. It's it's not that I'm. That it's just like they're not talking about it at all. Like nobody's like yeah. we, we want more. DJ Shark injury. I, I wouldn't. They don't and want to rush him. Su- and it sucks, Tony, because you and I have been a big defender of this receiving core. Yeah, yeah, and, I and was that, excited. And that, yeah, and that they have an opportunity to be really, really good with the right circumstances around them. And it just kills, man, that all the detractors, like a JJ or an Anthony, are getting their, their, uh, you know, now they can kudos themselves because. They're dealing with injuries like a lot of people thought that they would. So it, it sucks for them. I mean, it really does make you wonder about, you know, going into Atlanta, like what the game plan of attack is going to be. I think Adam Thielen is going to be very important. I think Caden Hurst also going to be very important. And the good thing is we do have two weeks before we play Atlanta. So, hey, man, here's to hoping that – uh they get back to being healthy before uh, before the start of the season, man. We're going to need them. We really miss their presence tonight on the field, being able to take the top off the defense. Is this JJ coming back here? See. And Giovanni Ritchie for tight end two. Stand the fuck up, C3. Yeah, true, true. Uh, Giovanni. Ritchie, the best that he is tight end two. You know, <laughs> yeah, might be Richie's tight end dog, one before yeah. the season's over. Oh, I would love T. Higgins in 2024, brother. I'm a Clemson fan. What you mean, bro? Of course, Isn't I Tyler want him Board a here. former Clemson player too, or Taj Boyd? What's his name? Who's the other receiver no, that nobody of, ever uh, talks about in Cincinnati? Uh, Tyler Boyd. Yeah, you know Taj Boyd. He was a quarterback for. Oh, uh, so Tyler Boyd didn't go to Clemson. No. Okay. He's actually probably better than half the receivers on our team. <laughs> I mean, dude, he's not a bad option to have. But, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, uh, you know, we're going to have a lot of money on the books next year, too. I mean, obviously, minus not having to – haven't paid Brian Burns yet. Which I still wonder if they're going to let him – there's no way they let Brian go into the opener without a contract, right? It's – isn't that actually that might be the weirdest part that we haven't talked about is not yeah. that uh Brian Burns it's like it's like every all every sign is Brian Burns saying I'm the leader of this defense. And every is. sign is Brian Burns saying I'm the leader of this team in a many in so many ways. He is he's out there asking questions of Bryce Young in the press conference and camp confidential playing around. He never held out, never threatened to hold out. At the same time, it has to. Why isn't it done? Yeah, I have no idea, man. I could not tell you. I mean, Brian. Could what if they're like out. this? Is let us cut Michael Jordan. Let us cut, um, like all the list of players that we've been talking junk about. Yeah, and he's like, and the then we can afford to pay cuts. you an extra eight million dollars after that. Yeah, make the final roster cuts, and uh, and then and uh, that money's we'll going to you. <laughs> yeah, but dude, you have to pay him though. For all those we had to pay him we, before. Yeah, for all those reasons that you just mentioned, the fact that he didn't pull a Nick Bosa 
or Chris Jones and hold out for more money. The fact that he's been a vocal leader, he's continued to get better. He's up to 260 plus pounds, moving to a 3-4. Uh, you know, a focal point of this defense, man. Like, I don't even understand what the holdup is. Like, I, at this point, even if they want to make him the highest paid defensive end, Just I, do know it, a lot, I know a lot of Panther fans are going to bitch about it, dude. But you have to pay to play, man. That's what the going rate for top-end defensive ends are. Especially when there's only three of them. And they're yeah. all, you know what I'm saying? They're all going to be signing with somebody else's. This is your, This was a little bit before your time, but they used to call Charles Johnson big money. They called him big money because uh, many people, he money. got kind of over. Some people would say overpaid, but it was, you know what? Is J- Julius Peppers is gone, and he's your guy. Like, And you didn't have – there's nobody yeah. else in free agency – all of this, other people are willing to pay him. So you either pay or, you, you know, you shit or get off the pot type of thing. I want to address uh, Tyler Jones' comment. He says, I think Brian is still waiting for Nick Bosa. That I felt was okay like three months ago. Like an okay theory. But like Nick Bosa right now is sitting out. Nick Bosa might not play in week one. Like, at what point can you no longer wait for Nick Bosa? So at what point can you not wait words. for Chris Jones or whatever? I know that's a D tackle. Yeah. But yeah, I, mean, I feel the like rumors. the Panthers just need to back the truck up. Yeah, I feel like they do too. And maybe, I mean, I, I don't, if you're Brian Burns and they're going to make you the highest paid defensive end or the highest paid outside linebacker or whatever, man, are you really going to be pissed off if Nick Bosa? comes a week later and signs for the highest like is it just to be named the highest like dude get paid man the panthers need to pay him uh what he's worth and i'm hoping that brian burns accepts that real fast man because again no threat of him holding out like but none of us are talking about brian not being available for the falcons and we're not gonna be all right. Um, look, actually, we don't have any more calls at this point. Wow. So I think this is uh, it's twelve thirty-five. We have done an hour post-game show. I mean, we don't have to like just close it down without any final comments. But I do think as we go into Tuesday, we're going to be, I mean, obviously dissecting this roster. Do you have any uh, idea of when these cuts start happening? I remember when there were four preseason games. Dude, isn't it like tomorrow? Well, for the four preseason games, it was like right now we would be watching new. Yeah, but I don't know if in the three preseason game model is still that quick. Will we be talking on Tuesday? Will we be speculating on Tuesday about this roster? Will we actually be talking about decisions that have immediately been made? I'm sure they'll kind of do it in a little bit of their own waves in so many ways. Yeah, but there are a lot of questions on this team. As we just kind of finish up and round out this show and knowing on th- on Tuesday we're going to have three hours of content coming to people that breaks this down at a detailed level. So don't worry. If you're listening late, there's going to be plenty more to come. Chad is saying this- Tuesday is the deadline. Tuesday is the deadline? Oh, yeah, that's- Tuesday night show is going to be Yeah, fire. we're going to be lit, boys. Tune in Tuesday. Yeah, um, Jay Thomas great. said, how long before Matt Corral is, is cut or traded? I think this is, here's my, another one of my takes is that I think the Panthers go into this season with just two quarterbacks now. And that is Bryce, Bryce and Young Dalton. and Andy Dalton. So and, right now your gut feeling is that 
they're going to cut Matt or cut or trade, which I don't think he what, has any trade value. So value yeah, I think release, I think they will release him. Yeah. It's sad, man. Everyone knows I've been a crowd defender. I still think he has potential to be a good quarterback. I think it's been a tough year for him. Uh, you know, last week was there was some promise to his game. Yeah. But I don't know, man. We just haven't seen enough. Um, I don't think it's going to end up being here. And you're probably not wrong, Tony. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they do run with Bryce and Dalton. Um, what, yeah. As we finish up tonight's show, what did you see tonight that you want to take away, that you want to be thinking about? What are you going to be thinking about outside of that roster just based on this preseason game as we head to to you yeah. know to the Tuesday show? I really think that the importance now, especially considering the injuries of Hayden Hurst and Adam Thielen, is going to be paramount how much they're going to bring to this offense, man. Adam Thielen's very sure-handed, um, is an incredible route runner, and I think that him and Bryce are going to form a very special connection very early on. And also watch out for Jonathan Mango, man. I mean, a lot of people were upset myself included at the time that the Panthers didn't go defensive in or outside linebacker or whatever in round number two. Um, but Or if, offensive lineman even. Yeah, O-line. But if Jonathan Mango ends up becoming one of Bryce Young's go-to weapons, like we haven't even mentioned it in that light, Tony. What an opportunity for Jonathan Mango. If Terrace Marshall Jr. and DJ Charles oh, yeah. no, he's like start, what an opportunity for the young man. Agreed. Agreed. Not only did we see this team's commitment to trying to get Mango involved early and often. I mean, look, they named him the third starting wide receiver in week one. They right. went ahead and pro, uh, catapulted him ahead of Terrence Marshall Jr. on the depth, on the, at least on the depth chart on the piece of paper. But it was yeah. also clear that they were doing that in camp, that they were doing that in the preseason game with the teams that Mango was running. So he was already thought highly of by this staff, and you could see they were going to be interested in making him a part of that offense. But now there's going to be no choice, right? It's like he's going to be out. He's going to be a starting wideout each week. It's going yeah. to be him and Thielen uh, particularly. I agree with that. I think this is my thoughts. Is Somebody asked earlier, I thought it was a great question and one that I'm going to have to kind of go back and watch this game a little bit more maybe think about reflect is like what we think about the defense and when is it really going to just kind of start to click? And I, 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 you, you kind of made me feel better by just reminding, like, not only have we not each week, people have been like, Oh, we don't got Brian Burns. Oh, we don't got this. But tonight we really didn't play anybody. No. Um, I think this is just like YGM. I've been trying to not just dump on them, but He's missing in action. Um, yeah. So we'll be watching this defense. I think that is, that's going to be fun to talk about or think about. But for me, my takeaway for this is that Michael Jordan is so bad. Whoever that other guy, oh, it might have been Michael Jordan in a different jersey that got screwed, the 74, that play where he just got pushed or whatever into the quarterback that you guys were all clowning on the free-for-all. I think the Panthers need to go into these I look around the t- the league and hopefully a team is going to have to is going to say this is they're going to have a player 
on their team that's like a Zavala or a Cade Mays or somebody that they think showed a lot of promise in camp. And then they're going to have a veteran guy who is a little too expensive for them. And they need to trim some fat financially. And they make a post June 1st cut basically. And I think we need to go find maybe a veteran guard that we don't want to count on, yeah, but, but might need to be part of this. Kind of too late in, in the process for that. Like, well, I'm hoping that not- a team is going to cut somebody because they saw somebody in the preseason who's young and cheaper. And while they, they financially, it wouldn't have behooved them two months ago to do this, that they just know, like, so I'm hoping that a guy, a backup player, backup vet, and I don't know who that will be. I'm hoping that Dan Morgan and them can find somebody like that can be picked up because Michael Jordan ain't getting picked up by nobody. No, dude, Michael Jordan, Cam Irving. I'll be so disappointed if Michael Jordan is still on this team. Dude, that would be the craziest shit in the world to me. Um, But, yeah, I mean, again, another player that we don't talk about because he's such a new member to this defense is Justin Houston. Well, we've never even seen him. Right, that's what I'm saying. So it's an unknown to Panther fans. But if this man is able to play just how he was in recent history – like we might have a dynamic duo on the defense, man. Uh, you know, uh, with Brian Burns and Justin Houston, um, seeing Derek Brown, what he's going to be able to do. It's a big year for him, Tony. He's going to have to really ball out this year if he wants to be paid amongst the likes of Quinnen Williams and Dexter Lawrence and Donald Jones. You know, he has to have a big time year this year. Well, too. even I don't even know if he needs to be. You know, again, more of the big swallow him up type of guy I, I feel like everybody told me he was the guy that was the, not the disruptor but more the take two blocks guy either way look is that yeah. we need him and brian burns all season to be yes really good that's it i mean yeah all right um great stuff great stuff i will you know we could talk all day and night about the carolina panthers in fact we have we did a live watch along so this show has been rocking and rolling for like six hours now yeah pretty much man Um, we've been live do we have the best fan base man we still have 124 people watching at damn near one o'clock in the morning we love y'all man dude this is you know this has been uh such a great part of mine and tony's live being able to do this on a consistent basis with all of you. We've met legit lifelong friends doing this, man. So the fact that we're getting ready to bar- embark on another season together, Tony, I'm fucking pumped, bro. I love you, man. Uh, the real uh, C3AP, the shirt, uh, a beer rep gave it to me at a bar. So no link for it, sadly. <laughs> it's just one of those like free shirts that I got. Uh, and the fact that I drink a lot of Miller Lite. Bonet. As my boat beer is perfect. Uh, remember, we'll be here Tuesday night, two, uh, 9 p.m. Longest running Panthers podcast. Don't forget, guys, the cuts are on Tuesday. That show is going to be insane. Dude, tune in, in Tuesday night at 9, man, because we're going to have a great show talking about the the, the culling of the herd. That's oh, Jay Thomas. Out. He says, Jay Thomas asks, do we have merch for sale? Oh, do boy, we? do we? First of all, you go to carolinacatchronicles.com. 
CarolinaCatChronicles.com. Maybe I should just, should I just pull it up and show them? That's what I'll do. I, I'm doing it. I'm okay. Doing it. So if you go to our website, which we, you know, originally the podcast was not the feature, you know, I was going to try to build this fan website and then podcast became the heartbeat of everything. But you can go to CarolinaCatChronicles.com where we still have written stories. We want people to write and contribute. That is a sandbox for our fans in our community to build. But we've got cool stuff like this. This is all, a lot of this is new stuff too. We've got some old school merch that is awesome that you'll like. But right now, you can get something like this, the C3 Panthers podcast coffee mug, which a lot of people, this turned out really good. And it's great size. That's a cool way. Uh, oh, we've yeah. got um, some of our new shirts right now. This is one this of our is newest. my favorite, man. This is to me is the easiest way just to show love for the C3 Panthers pod, man. I love this shirt, dude. Uh, we have more coming down the pipe too, man. Like, yeah, we have some really good ones, particularly the year of our QB um, shut the hell up by pickle. But this is how we even have a line of clothing inspired by one of our fans, G baby. And you can find the, you make me fucking sick t-shirt. There's two designs for that, right? So you can check this stuff out at carolinacatchronicles.com. You hit the shop button. And uh, look, Josh, Josh, I shouted you out on Tuesday night show, man. Yes, look, he he was really, he liked the the uh, coffee mug a lot. This is a great shirt on the back. It even has G-Baby like on the back, which is cool, just like by the tag. Also, jump back to the website. There's some really cool old school stuff. This is like uh, one of my favorite shirts of all time. Uh, this was my idea to put it in the bank. Let's put that Lombardi in the bank. You can get that one. Uh, the one of the beautiful shirts, by the way, Lynn uh, Leonhart does another listener of the show designed all of those, those two shirts. This one I love when we went to England. Uh, we made the keep pounding British, the Brit style. We have a lot of listeners in great britain and you can also shout out to rich kingston all you guys there that one's a dope shirt that one's fun i still have those like those are the ones that like are in my closet right now boxed up and ready to go the i stand with cam shirt the cam wow yeah you can get some merch at carolinacatchronicles.com go to the shop tab hit the gear gear like as in threads there was a reason i needed to probably just make it we're gonna have what, to do a bright shirt too per, here soon Tommy. well we got the year of our qb i've already got the design i gotta do one thing i gotta just get the words curved i got it straight right now and i got the nine on the back that's our the year of 20 c uh year of our qb 20 c3 that shirt's coming the shut the hell up is coming so this is how you can support this. But, man, what you are doing right now is doing the best thing you can to support. That's just hanging out, being part of the conversation. We're here at Tuesday Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. live. We've got the Friday free-for-all where every Friday fans can actually be the podcast themselves. They can come on and rap. They can be part of that army that uh, Cody has built. It's stressful, guys. You better be ready. It's like the Royal Rumble of fans. Hey, that's why it's called the free for all, baby. You better be Man. ready to oh. sh- you know, use your elbows, shove your way in if you need to. Here is a, I need you to do, try to bring this in when you start the Friday free for all, mm-hmm. as, or maybe we pre record something that for the audio listeners, when we put the audio up podcast, you got to say this is like, if you're stumbling a pi- pro- across our podcast for the first time, this is a, 
a special type of show. You know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't a normal pod. I feel like, imagine if you just found our podcast. Yeah, and, and it's just uh, a free-for-all. And a free-for-all was the first episode you well, listened it to. it always starts out okay, but eventually it just devolves into chaos. You know what I mean? It's stressful, bro, but that one's fun. We've got the post-game show, which is the big one throughout the season that people love. We've got Madden Simulations. I've got some things literally cooking. Literally, I'm going to be cooking this season yeah. and by the yeah. way uh that uh the the join button we're going to be doing c3 madden simulations simulating every game and uh we're going to be uh doing the film room the film room is coming back this is something i wanted to do for a while we have the nfl so i'm going to be going and uh breaking down some film and that's going to come out a day early for everyone's going to be able to see it free of charge, but if you want to support for a dollar ninety nine a month, all of that is going to come out a day early for our super fans. So, hey man, we appreciate y'all. Great day, great day uh, for C three Nation. Great day, great day uh, in the year of twenty C three, and great day to have a QB and a compass. And we have a North Star now. This is what I told you guys before about we were on a we were on the Panthers boat. We were on the C3 fan boat. We were just bobbing in the ocean and it was so cloudy. We couldn't see the stars. We couldn't navigate. We were just aimlessly in the ocean. But now we have found the star to chart our course to Bryce Young. The star is the star Bryce Young. Yes, he is. Is the captain of this ship, Bryce Young? No, I'm the captain. It's the C3 Panthers podcast, dude. Let's get out of here. Cody, take us out of here, man. C3 Nation, until next time, keep pounding. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.